Are you feeling burned out? Are you feeling overwhelmed or stressed like you have had some prolonged periods of stress in your life that has led you to physical, emotional exhaustion? That you're just tired throughout the day and it seems like you don't know why you can't do what you used to be able to do and it just seems like you just have this constant drain or this exhaustion and this tiredness that you can't really shake off and so that you can stay focused and clear well my friends these if you said yes to any of these these are some symptoms of of burnout burnout is a very serious and unfortunately very common thing that is taking place right now and today i want to share with you how what causes burnout and how to avoid it and um, well, I'll start by, my name is Enoch Leffingwell, and with the Army of Youth, we, I am passionate about helping young people identify their unique talents and to dedicate them to Lord's service. I remember when, um, I remember back in 2018, I was laboring for the Lord, I was in full-time ministry for about six years at the time, and uh, I, I had so many brands in the fire, I was doing so many different things, and and I remember uh, we, we had a lot of projects going. I felt pulled in so many directions, a lot of priorities and not really knowing what to focus on. And, and after doing this, like, the same thing for a few years, um, I had different expectations from people. I had expectations from those who we have been serving. I had expectations from family. I had expectations from mentors or people who had influence with me. And, and they all had, the, the problem is they all like expected different things. And it seemed like to to listen to one is to like disregard another or like to make one happy, another person got upset. And it was just, it was so pulling in so many different directions and it, and it was very um, challenging. And I didn't really know what I should prioritize my focus on and it, it drained me. And I'll be honest, like there was, there was times where I remember in ministry that um, I, I love teaching and and when I would record a video, it's like I would, I would be reluctant to record a video and do my passion and love because I knew that the work that had to come afterwards would drain me. And just thinking about some of the other efforts afterwards just uh, seemed so daunting. And if you can relate to any of this, I, I want to share with you, I've found since then the reason why we get burnt out is because we are not working in our gift. You see, Second Corinthians, I mean, First Corinthians, chapter twelve, verse four and five. It talks about how there is diversities of gifts. There's diversities of administrations, or or in the margin it says ministries. That each one of you, you have a unique calling. You are different, and I realize that a lot of people, well intentioned, uh, place the expectation. They realize that. A lot of times God convicts an individual to do something and when they don't feel like they're living their calling, they start projecting their expectations upon the youth. And they want to, a lot of parents do this unfortunately, a lot of others, they, they want to vicariously live out their life through the youth and by telling them where they should go to school, the, the job or occupation they should get for themselves, and what they should be spending their time doing and focusing on and learning. And, and they try to make all these decisions for, for them. But I want to encourage you, you have a different calling. You have a different purpose. And don't allow your major decisions in life to be dictated by other people's um, other people's mistakes, other people's expectations. Like sometimes we have to stop listening to some of these things. Paul, uh, Peter asked a very good question. 
Should we, we ought to obey God rather than man. And sometimes we see that uh, God seems to be calling us in one direction, but the expectations of others are in another, and, and, it, and the pull seems so difficult. But I want to encourage you, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, it tells us that you are called for a holy calling, a high purpose. God has a purpose for your life, and it's different. It's unique and it's distinct, separate from other people's. And I realize that there's a lot of times that we find ourselves comparing our work to other ministries, other organizations, other people, other youth, other um, family or, or people that have gone before us. And we see that, well, why isn't my life like that? And we start to feel like, well, am I really going in the right direction? Am I really doing the right thing? And I want to tell you that that right there is going to, that causes a lot of suffering. It causes a lot of stress, undue, unneeded. Because when you are living your calling and you are uniquely doing the thing that God has for you, working in your gift, you don't have to worry what other people are doing. And just because someone else has a different ministry doesn't mean it's better, doesn't mean it's it's uh, it's the only way. There's diversity. God wants to have unity in diversity. But I realize that as we're comparing ourselves to others and we start to get discouraged and confused and it brings this um this burnout this stress and then the things that we do doesn't have as much joy and fulfillment in the things that god intends for your life he wants you to have life in the book of john jesus said i came that you might have life and you might have life more abundantly now what is that i believe it's abundant of joy abundant of peace abundant of fulfillment abundant of service abundant of fruit that you could bear much fruit, and that's results of souls in the kingdom as a result of your labors, of even abundance of being able to financially support the work that you're doing for the Lord. If God has called you to for service, He will provide for His workers. When God's your employer, you don't have to stress about the finances and allow that to be making a lot of these different decisions, but God takes care of us. But I, I, I realize that um, a sure sign that we are on the way to burnout, if we haven't burned out already, is that we start piling so much work that is outside of our gift. And uh, what starts to happen is we get so much responsibilities that we don't have time for Jesus. We don't have time for our devotions. We don't have time to pray, to think, to really meditate and realize, where am I going? Why am I going there? And how did I get here? And to really ask the questions like, who am I? Like, not who my parents think I am, not who my family says that I should be, or not who I'm, but who am I really? Who, who am I when it stands before God? What are my gifts? What are my talents? What are my skills? What are my passions? What are my joys? What is the thing that God has me and you for? When we start to have that time, that communion with God, with our own hearts and with God, then we start to find more answers. But I find that burnout comes when we allow the urgent work to crowd out the important work. And a lot of times what's important, like this self-examination, this time is like 2 Corinthians 13, 5 says, Paul says, examine yourselves to see whether you be in, your faith, in the faith. How would you know if you were a reprobate if you did not examine? I'm talking about self-examination and taking that time apart with God and to realize, where am I going? Who am I? Because the, the beautiful thing is, is this is how you can avoid it. 
when you start taking the time to really examine life, to study in your devotions, be intentional with your devotions and study the relevant uh, things and lessons that God has for you right now, the current responsibilities you have, the current direction that God is leading, when you start to see God's plan unfolding to you in His Word, and you surrender daily to Him and allow God's plan to be fulfilled, even if our plans could fail, that God's would succeed, and we start to surrender to Jesus daily, then you start to see uh, that the uh, you start to understand your gifts. You start to understand uh, your value. See, Proverbs eighteen sixteen. it says that a man's gift maketh room for him, and it bringeth him before great men. So it's your gift, it's your skill, it's your talent, it's, it's what God has uniquely equipped you to do, that when you're working and operating in that gift, where you bring the most value to an organization, to the church, to the cause of God, where you bring the most value to the marketplace, something unique that you provide, that's when you start getting fulfilled and when you start having the joy and the strength and, and the work that you do, it doesn't drain you and exhaust you and it doesn't make you want to procrastinate. It, it gives you energy. It gives you strength to do. You wake up energized in the morning, ready to take on the day's duties. You go to sleep excited, fulfilled and content and you're like, wow, do I really get to do this tomorrow? I'm excited to go to sleep so I can be rested to do my work tomorrow. But that's only when you're working in your gift. I find burnout almost always occurs when we are working outside of our gift, when we're not working in the way that God really wants us to. And we've taken, we've said yes to so many things and we have, we, that it neglects the very best things. The greatest enemy of best is good. And sometimes we fill our plate with so many good things, but we don't have time for the best things, the best plan, something better that God has for your life, and to live your calling. And as long as we're doing this, there, we have this stress or this issue, like we know we haven't been spending the time with God. We know that this foundational issue is preventing us from hearing the voice of God. So um, as long as we don't address this foundational issue of, of not spending, not making the time for God and devotions and prayer and really reflecting upon Him, then it causes us to kind of, we, we see this sense of this lock, lack of momentum, lack of feeling of forward progress, and we, we want that. So what we start doing is we start unintentionally consuming, what I like to call unintentional consumption. And we start consuming, maybe they're sermons, maybe they're just surface reading, just it could be good things. Or maybe it's just aimlessly going through social media, just consuming, consuming. Um, and we, we have this feeling of progress. It feels like we're going somewhere. It seems like it's we're, uh, we're moving. But if we don't apply the things, then it, we start to realize that, wait, we're not actually getting ahead. We're not actually uh, moving forward. And it was just a false idea. And sometimes it's not it's not the unintentional consumption, but the unintentional working. Sometimes we're just working and we fill our schedule with busy work. We feel that as long as we're busy doing something, we don't have to think about the foundational issue. As long as we have our schedules full or our hands are constantly moving or we're always doing something, we feel like this busyness is, is honestly, it starts to become a distraction from truly living your calling, truly knowing where you're going. Because the last thing that you want to do is be full speed ahead to the wrong destination. 
You want to know where are you going? What is God's calling in your life? Who are you? What are your talents now? Where do you want to go? What are the skills that you're going to need in order to get there? And to be intentional in your consumption, intentional in your learnings, intentional in your working, so that the work that you're doing is fulfilling you and, you, and you're moving towards the calling that God has in your life. When you start to take this time and you really take inventory of your life, you see, I did this in 2018 when there were so many brands in the fire and I was thinking, well, what am I going to do? I took that time to come apart and to sit and I wrote down all the things I'm super passionate about. I wrote down all the things that I love doing and, and the topics that I could just like share on and focus on and, and do and, and just never get tired. And I began to realize uh, some of these things that I noticed, which ones had some unique similarities between them? Which one could I mix together and, and maybe do something um, that, that could last, that I could really be fulfilled by? And I realized in that process that a lot of the things that I had said yes to, the responsibilities that I was doing and maintaining, was totally outside of those areas, that realm of of passion, of joy, and expertise. And I realized that the thing that brings me so much joy is helping young people to, to share with them things that I wish I knew when I was just getting started. I realized the best decision of my life was to dedicate my life to Christ's service. And I want as many people as I can to encourage them to make a similar decision. And I want to encourage them in that decision. A lot of people say, here I am, Lord. I dedicate my life to your service, but then like, where do I start? And for me, there, was, there wasn't a lot of mentors. Praise God, there was a few that I learned so much from, but I realized that they're few and far between. And they're so busy that it's hard to connect. And I'm just like, oh, I know there's a lot of youth who want to do something for the Lord. And they're like, I don't even know where to start. It's like, where do I focus right now? Or how can I move forward? Or what can I do? And I, and I just like, I'm sharing the things that I wish I knew when I was in that situation. And I'm, I'm being the voice that I wish I heard when I was just getting started. I'm connecting people. My, my vision with the Army of Youth is to connect people with the mentors who've been in the work for decades and to have those conversations that, that you know, that I've had the privilege of having being in ministry these last eight years, but we have them in closed doors or we have them side by side or at the events or at the evangelistic series. And I get to interview them and talk to them and find out their challenges or struggles, what they learned and what they would do differently. And, and these things that I've been grateful to have, but I realize not a lot of people have access to these people. So I want to interview them and bring them before others. And I realize this is the work that will bring me joy and strength and, and excitement. And, and this is how the army of youth started. This is how we, I began to realize, you know, I can't do all these different things, but I can encourage, I can strengthen, I can train, I can inspire others that they can live their calling to help them succeed in the work that God has uniquely for you. And those with the, in the army of youth, we can almost vicariously do a similar work through you uh, that we otherwise wouldn't be able to had we not have been a catalyst for change or an inspiration to make that decision to move forward or or the training to have the skills that you could apply to any ministry any skill any calling that god has so this is how the army of you started and i realized that in taking this time to really take inventory and examine who am i and what are my skills uniquely fitted for i was able to put away with the burnout 
and start stepping in to more fulfillment and more calling, more focus, more direction from God, and unlike ever before. And so I want to encourage you, friends, I know what it's like to be feeling like you're burnt out and that the devotional life, it's, it's hard to maintain. But I, I want to encourage you, take time to really take inventory of your life. And in that process, what we ended up doing is we actually put together this uh, Live Your Calling daily account book. This is a very simple tool that we created for people like you who want to live their calling, want to take inventory of their life, and want to really to live an intentional aim, who want to find their definite aim. We've got in here, part of the program is a tool to help you to identify who you are, where you're going, what is your life's definite aim, why has God uniquely called you, and where He has called you, and then not only knowing what your calling is, but the steps, the accountability, the plan of action to actually live your calling on a daily basis. And when, we, when you start to really take that time to examine life and to follow the process that is provided in this account book, then you'll be able to start having that joy, the fulfillment, that daily checkup to see so that you can avoid burnout. You can say no more to that stress, that overwhelm, that emotional, physical exhaustion that just drains you. And you can start doing work that fulfills you, that strengthens you, and as you encourage others. So I want to encourage you, friends, if you want to get your copy of the Live Your Calling Daily Account Book, go to thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book. And you can get your copy today. You can get them before um, they, when they're out, they're out. But um, you can get them today. And um, we would love to get that copy into the mail for you. Um, but um, I, I, I make this because I want to encourage you because uh, a lot of people are dealing with exhaustion. A lot of people are dealing with burnout. They're on the verge and they don't know how they got there and they don't quite know how to get out. But now you know the cause of burnout. You know the how to avoid it and you know what to do once you get in it. And so I encourage you, if you like this video, if you found this helpful in any way, please leave a comment below and share this. Share this training with someone else so that they can be encouraged as well. Who do you know that could better understand their calling in life and wants to live for Jesus? And if so, let them know. And um, I'm so thankful that you've been able to join me today. And um, I want to encourage you in your walk with God. And remember, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called.